Welcome back, everyone. This is episode seven of the Lingaholics podcast. My name is Ian, and today we're coming to you live, or whenever you're listening to this, um, from our good friend Azrin, the language nerd's backyard (laughs) on his deck. He's the gracious host of us today, so we're super pumped for that. So just before... We introduce Azrin here to the Lingaholics podcast. Let's just check in with the fellas, with the, the boys, Marcus, running the gear. How's it going, buddy? Ah, not too bad, man. Not too yeah. bad. Just came back from camping yesterday. Yeah. Went down oh, to yeah. Lake Kukanuska. Oh, hey. Kukanusa. Do you remember the formation of the word Kukanusa? Kootenai, Canada, USA. Yeah. So uh, down in uh, BC on the border, uh, BC to Montana. So mm-hmm. that was a good time. It was good. So, uh, yeah, we're back today. We're back at work, just, you know, keeping at it. For sure, Working man. hard, so yeah. everything's good, man. Everything's it's good. good. I was lucky. I did double duty. I hiked again today. Oh, yeah? And I told everybody about the Lingaholics podcast that I was hiking <laughs> with, so they want a shout-out. <laughs> so, shout-out for subscribers. There we go. Oh, yeah, That's sick. like seven people. Right That's there. awesome. Which hike? Uh, we did Rummel Lake in Kananaskis uh, uh, here, which... Nice. I'm still new to this area. Did you hear about the Yamnuska? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. sketchy. Nice. And we did that last weekend, Sunday. Yeah. Jose, Ali, Chaz, and I, we did Yamnuska. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's sketchy, man. That mm-hmm. that scree field is pretty, have you done it? No, I haven't, but I know yeah, a lot of it. It's pretty <laughs> sketchy. Yeah, it's super. And it's so um, popular. Very, very popular, yeah. The last, uh. The last hiking story I have, actually, it's not the last hiking story, but it's probably the most memorable hiking story, was I did um, Lady McDonald. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, did you do the final? Uh, well, the red so line? here's what happened. So no, and here's why. So my buddy used to live in in Banff. He used to work there, and he hiked every weekend. And he's like, Azrin, you should come up. We'll do a hike. We'll hang out. I was like, Yeah, yeah, let's do it. And then he, uh, I was like, yeah, I don't. I'm not really up for a big hike. Like probably like a half day, <laughs> three to four hour would be nice. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, when you live in Banff and you do, he like jogs up mountains at yeah. like, who cares what mountain it is? When you jog up a mountain, you're more fit than I was and currently am. And so he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll do um, Lady McDonald. I had no idea what it was at the time. And I was like, sure. He's like, I was like, I was like how long does it take? And he goes, takes like, um, I don't know, three, four hours. I was like, sure, that sounds perfect. So I bring like, just like a water bottle, a couple of granola bars. He's going quick. And I'm trying to keep up. It's really tough. By the time I get to the top, I'm exhausted. And you know the helicopter pad? Oh, yeah. So I basically just faint on the helicopter pad. Oh, okay. Oh, man. And I was feeling sick. And then he, he goes and does the knife's... What's it called? The, the knife's, knife's edge. Knife's edge, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he goes and, and it's does a knife. <laughs> it's a knife edge, folks. Okay. It's pretty freaking sketchy. It's yeah. It's like a meter across, maybe. Whoa. And then straight down on Sometimes. both sides. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's pretty sketchy. Yeah, so then he, uh, we ended up going back down. I was feeling really bad, really gross. And so he drove he drove me back to Calgary in my uh-huh. car. Because he was in Banff, but he drove me back. And then yeah. he, he stayed at his parents' place here in Calgary. Uh-huh. And then caught a bus back to... That's like Lady Mac. That's like the granddaddy of all scrambles. Yo, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's legit. So it's not just the casual. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Which I learned the hard no. way. Wow, no frame of reference. So. Yeah. Okay, so us three are hikers, but then Cody, what happened, man? Yesterday yeah, happened, you man? We got a new Table Mountain. Yeah, I mean, uh, camping was was fun. Yeah, camping was fun, a little too fun. <laughs> so you can tell from my voice, there was a lot of uh, fun activities, a lot of yelling going <laughs> on. We were camping on public land, which is something you can do in Canada, and uh, yeah, so we had no neighbors, so there was no limit. To the voices. <laughs> so Cody went hard. And uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't 
uh, I didn't really feel like going hiking on Sunday, so I went home early and I had a bath and I went to bed early. Okay. And it was fair good. enough. It was and totally worth it. But the reason I think the main reason you lost your voice because our previous guest on the podcast, Alejandro, <laughs> yeah. challenged Cody to the. As when you know the Mexican laugh that you hear, it's like ah. Yeah. So basically, Alejandro did it first. This is at like midnight, just yelling out to the stars, and then Cody's like, "Oh, I can top that." <laughs> and then I think that's why you lost your voice. Yeah, man. probably. But, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well. All right. Well, he's already spoken a little here. So we have Azrin, the language nerd. Is that you go That's by right. on yep. social media yep. and everything? That is it. This is his legal name now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. It's kidding. actually on my email. It's like on everything. Like you probably see that more than my actual name. Yeah, probably. I don't think I know your last name. People don't. <laughs> right. It's Roger, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's not like a secret. It is, it is not anywhere. It's not yeah. as prevalent <laughs> as, as in the language nerd. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, so as how about you just introduce yourself? I know sure. you're you're bigger than us and already and all that, no, but no. just uh, for our podcast, let us know who you yeah, are. Yeah, so I'm Azrin. I live here in Calgary. I speak various languages. I speak English, French, Spanish. English, French, and Spanish quite fluently. Mandarin reasonably well, but still have a ways to go. And then uh, with my family, I speak in a language called Gujarati, which is a language right. from India. Okay. Um, I love to travel, so, well, rather... Prior to all this COVID, I was a yeah. big uh, a big traveler. We all loved to travel before. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, oh, yeah. I traveled at least once a year. Yeah. So I'd go to I, every year. I travel somewhere. Okay. I go at least for a month. Did you have anything planned this year? I was. Um, yeah, I hadn't like bought tickets or anything, but I was gonna go to Taiwan. Ooh. I was pretty sure. So you went there last year, right? Yeah, but I wanted to go and see more than just one city. Because okay. last time I went, I spent all my time in Taipei. And I was studying, and uh, this time around I wanted to go see other cities, and I know some people in other cities now. Okay. So through our meetups and such, actually. So there's uh, some people that are here on working holiday visas that were from Taiwan, then they went back home, and they live in different cities. So I thought, oh, that's a great mm, way to go to Taiwan okay. and have somewhere to stay. Yeah. Go see different parts of the country. But you also explored the jungle a little bit. I, I did remember explore you talking the jungle. I did yeah. explore the jungle, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we went to uh, Yangminshan, which is like this little national park uh, outside of Taipei. And it's not, the, 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 one of the big things there is these hot springs. And my friend and I, we hop on a bus. It's not that far, not hard to get to. But what we didn't know is we, we got off at the wrong bus stop. So we basically imagine, let's go to, you all know Banff. Yeah. Imagine if you got off a bus where it said, welcome to Banff. Okay. Like that sign <laughs> was like, welcome to Banff. Yeah. And that's where you got off and you're like, all right, we're in Banff. So where do we go? Like you're on the highway, you don't have anything to, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> so where we got off the bus was like the edge of the park. And it wasn't a highway, but we're not anywhere near anything. So we're like, we look at Google Maps and we're like, oh, that must be the hot spring. Looks like it's a one hour walk is what it said. And we're like, oh, we can walk there. It's not a problem. But the thing is that it wants to take us through the forest. And eventually, the, like, you need a machete to chop your way through <laughs> if you wanted to go the route that Google Maps Taiwan, wants to go. Google Maps. <laughs> no, it's just that... Theoretically, you could, that is the fastest way, right. but it's not going to make you walk along the highways and such. So now we're like, okay, I guess we could try and cut around this way, and we're trying to find different routes to to get to our hot springs. Mm -hmm. But we, it just wasn't working. So we were like, we did end up. We ended up walking along the highway. We hopped on a random bus, hoping to God it just drives at least somewhere in the right direction. <laughs> and we, yeah, six hours later, five or six hours later, we got to our. Hot springs, hot springs and like we get uh -huh. to the visitor center and they're like oh hey welcome you guys look really tired and they're like yeah we walked here they're like from where we're like oh from we showed them what's on their phone we had a picture they're like no nah, what, what how did you really get here like, we walked from there they're like no we're like yeah yeah we just walked they're like really why why did you do that so yeah okay that's awesome man Traveling, man. You gotta. Yeah, we're all about travel adjust. stories. We're all about travel too. stories on this podcast, so oh, that yeah? was perfect. So yeah. Nice. I could, I've got 20 hours of travel. Oh, <laughs> cool, well, Azrin, yeah. you mind tell, telling us a little bit more about what you do for a living? Yeah, for sure. So I run what's called the Calgary Language Nerds. So basically, myself and a few other teachers, we teach various languages uh, in Calgary, like locally, but also online. Okay. Right. So. so, how are you doing that now during uh, all online. COVID? All, all online. All online, yeah. So everything's shifted online. So do you do like italki or what kind of platform do you use? We're using primarily Google Meet. Okay. Google Meet, little bit of maybe Zoom and such, but primarily Google Meet. Um, yeah, Google Meet. 
Okay. And what do you teach? I personally teach English, French, and Spanish primarily. Okay. I do a little bit of Mandarin. I think I have like, I have two Mandarin classes that I teach. Uh-huh. I'm just very upfront with the people on Mandarin. I've still got some stuff to learn, so right, I'm not. Right, right, versus right, French right. and Spanish. Obviously, it's the stuff that I need to know. Right. But my, I have a very deep level of knowledge on French, Spanish, English, mm-hmm. so that I can yeah. teach essentially anybody. Like, I don't care what your level is mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Mandarin, I'm a little more limited, so I'm just more upfront. And then I'd have... Uh, one couple and another one of a, I suppose one Gujarati class, uh-huh. and that's more. Like, that's for personal reasons. More okay. Than anything. Okay. So it helps me practice. So, how has your business been affected by COVID? Because I know, like, you hear a lot online, like, "Hey, I have nothing to do. Like, I'm just gonna go learn a language now." So, right. So, that is. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's a hobby people have been picking. There's been articles about that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Was so, that, like, kind of led to more business or? or um, even not your business per se, it but if you notice that, um, I wouldn't say there's been a crazy amount of people that are like, "Oh, I guess we're at home, so why not learn a language?" There have been some for sure. Okay. But it hasn't. Aside from moving things online, um, there hasn't been that much that's different. Okay. Like it's still for the. Like, we're still operating. Full, full scene. Okay. Um, yeah. So everything's online. Where it's actually, it's been actually in many ways good for good for the business because it's forced, it's forced me and basically forced me, I suppose, forced me to go fix things and make things more efficient. Okay. That weren't really efficient before. So a great example would be, it's way easier to schedule classes now than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Now you can just go and book it, for the most part. You can just right. go and book a class or. Even things like I couldn't teach online classes in groups before. I didn't know how. I didn't know what software to use. Didn't know how to do it. Did I'd never done it before. Didn't know logistically how to do it. Now I can very very comfortably. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, actually, it wasn't that hard? Right. Or like, yeah, all sorts of things like that. Um, I mean, yeah. that's what happened. Like this entire pandemic has just made people really tech savvy. I feel like, yeah. you know, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's that's like what everyone's going through right now. Everyone's just moving online. Yeah, call our meetings I would say, yeah. and everything. I would yeah. think so. so. A few maybe growing pains in the transition to start, but then once you got it going, yeah, you, like, like it's, group it's, setting. Yeah. Example. Yeah, like it's it was um it was weird. I was like, how like we have as you guys know we have the meetups. Yeah. Like, how the heck are we gonna? <laughs> yeah. like, how do you have a meetup online? What do you do? And mm-hmm. now we do, and people show up, and it's cool. Yeah. Like it's roughly the same number of people as before. Okay. So, which is great. So, do you plan on keeping the online format for your class, both your classes and the meetups? We'll just do both online and in person. Oh, we'll yeah. do both because now there's international people who can come. Yeah, oh. I noticed that in a lot of really? the meetups. Like half the people are from from out of town. There's <laughs> like Europe or America really? or Africa really? or wherever. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a certain. It's funny when you look at who comes now. Um, so for people who don't know, we we have so meetup.com as a website. Mm-hmm. So you guys might be thinking meetup. What is what are they talking about? So meetup.com is a website where you can essentially go find friends. That is kind of a very simple, yeah, a very simplistic way to. <laughs> but like it, anything under the sun, basically. But exactly. Yeah. yeah. So right? think of it like you know when you're in university of you clubs. Think of it like an adult club website. Yes. So you go, you want a hiking club, you can find a hiking club. Yes. You want to join a language club, you can join a language club. You want to join a chess club, chess <laughs> club. Board games, board games. Whatever you want, singing club, you'll find it. You know, uh, under you know, twenty to forties friendship group, you'll find yeah. it. Like you'll find. <laughs> it's all there. And almost all, most of the time, the groups are free to join. For the most part, are very very low cost. It's kind of a yeah. community oriented platform. So I have um, language meetups, and um, what was I saying? So yeah, language meetups. And so before they were all in person. Now they're now they're online. And so when you look at the people who used to come, like the in person ones, a lot of them, like a percentage of them, still come online. Yeah. But now some of the regulars are like just different people that live in like whatever city or country or so how did they get a, like how did they get in touch with like our meetup like your meetup with the language nerds well my instagram like, and my facebook just and the exposure online yeah just my my personal yeah facebook ads uh actually that's a lie i didn't run facebook ads outside of calgary i didn't do okay. that oh. i didn't do that i only in calgary but yeah just my facebook my instagram my yeah. podcast and well that's really interesting because i've been thinking a lot about like having like i thought it was really unique with our meetup because like this is like very before when it's in person you literally had to show up in person yeah. to be at it right but then <laughs> so the upside of that like you build like a community people yep. around here in calgary around calgary but then on the flip side 
like language learning, polyglots, it's a growing, growing community online. So mm-hmm. to have like kind of an overlap like that. Like I didn't yeah, even know cool. that was happening. So. We have, um, that means you're not on the email or text letter. I know, oh. I've been about I've been, about, <laughs> I've been I got zoomed out, Google meeted, uh, fatigue. Yeah, like we have a Spanish yoga class online. We have, uh, that's online? Yeah, oh. it's online. Um, we have uh, the picnics, that's in person, obviously. Yeah, uh, that's right. Um, Ironically, I can't go to them, which kind of sucks, but because I'm teaching these evenings. Okay. We're hit okay. Working man, <laughs> okay. working man. Yeah. So do you teach every day or five days a week? Is it like a nine to five job? Or? I teach seven days a week. So Monday to Thursday, I'll probably, let me think. Monday to Thursday, I teach for like a couple hours during the daytime. And then probably from like four to eight, eight thirty. Okay. online or sorry online and evening times right now it's all online but yeah four to eight four to eight thirty okay fridays i teach a few hours in the daytime and then yeah just daytime actually some i used to have an evening class because a girl lived in china and so that evening would be her saturday morning yeah okay. but, but not right. anymore now she switched her day so it's yeah so friday now it's just a few hours in the daytime Saturdays I run meetups all day, so I'm teaching oh, free yeah. class, basically teaching free classes. Mm-hmm. Um, there are sometimes I don't teach, like I might have a teacher that teaches it, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. And then Sundays I teach a few hours. In the so the cool thing about the meetups is that <clears throat> you don't charge any money for it. No. It's all free. So, so yeah, yeah I just show up. So so how come you do that? Because you could easily charge a little, you know? Yeah, I could. Um, there's a few reasons. So one, I like the community aspect of it. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Two is I like the fact that I like that in Calgary anyway, there's like if you're going for a language, if you want a language learning hub, I think this is the only one that exists. And maybe there are others, but. In like, terms of cities? In, or, in oh, Calgary, in, Calgary in Calgary itself. <laughs> I know there's no, like, like. Worldwide, there's so many of them. Yeah. But no, Calgary, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking here in Alberta. There's one. I think there's like one or two more meetups, but we don't have to get on that right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> sure. There are other meetups for sure. Like there language are language meetups, meetups yeah. but you don't have a language learning That's hub. True. true. You don't have someone where you can go learn a variety of different languages all in one place, uh-huh. where they have 20, 25 different things a month. At least not another good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know exactly. Yeah. You're talking about. I think I know exactly. Where you're, if you're Spanish. No? I don't know. Well, okay. it's, it's, it's okay. Fine. It's fine. Um, regardless, um, like I don't think there's an, and there might be another one, but regardless, okay. I like the, I like that aspect of it. It leads to a lot of word of mouth, leads oh, yeah. to, totally. leads to, yeah, yeah, so leads to, yeah. yeah, and it's, in the short term, you're right. I think you're right. I could, I could say 10 bucks mm-hmm. a head or whatever. I do have a gut feeling that in the long term, it's better if I keep it free. Okay. Yeah. That's long term as in like 10 years yeah. not like a year or two but like in yeah. 10 years because you get a lot of customers from there right yeah or... I do get I do get a good amount um, probably like a quarter no more, sorry like 30-40% of my our students have come from meetups right. or some result of it like if someone heard Word of it mouth. from mm. yeah exactly okay um, yeah which is not bad it takes a lot of effort for that I think and I think people have made the argument of like, oh, is it really worth it then? Like, is that really worth the time? And I just feel that in the long term, it will be as in like five, 10 years yep. down the line. Yeah. I and like just that whole community aspect of having a free place where people can get together and just practice their languages. Like, I think that's, it's a great idea. Yeah. And I like it. I cool. love it. Like for me, pretty like, cause I live out in Strathmore, 50 kilometers away. Right. But when I had free Saturdays, I knew like, especially well, I was doing it for French and Spanish, but then even when German happened, that's like six solid hours. <laughs> and I found it like each language, talk about building a community, there's like certain characters that would yeah. come for each language, right? Like, totally. uh, oh, yeah. trying to, who's the French guy we always Donald? ask? Donald. <laughs> Donald. Yeah. So Donald. Shout out to Donald. Like, just yeah. guy like him, right? He'd be like, uh, anytime we were missing a word, we'd go, hey, Donald. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, so, yeah. So I find like that community aspect and also, I don't know if Cody told you tell Azrin about like us joining the Korean Korean conversation oh, yeah. crew. Yeah. So another one where it's like building community like here in Calgary, like mm-hmm. familiar faces and like I'm just thinking for anyone that's a listener, maybe in a city wherever North America, Europe that 
that don't doesn't have like this hub so to speak like how how did you start it or what would you recommend to start something like that because yeah. there is a huge online community but for people to have something like, like for me every saturday i get to go hang out with all mm -hmm. these people right yeah i would say first check on meetup if it exists true it might yeah and if it totally. doesn't big cities right one. yeah if, you, if it's that if that's up if that if you have the personality for it if you want yep. to you could always start one. Like I think there's a real case to be made that Calgary is not the place where you'd picture having a language learning <laughs> community. Not, no. yeah. It's not the first place on the map where you go. That's a city that's going to have a but language it works. learning. It does. Oh, it totally does. Is. But it's not something that, like initially, like when I started, like I don't know if people are interested. I had no idea. I had no clue. Right. When did you start? Meetups. Twenty seventeen. Okay. Maybe. Three years. Yeah. Here now. 2017, I think. That sounds about right. Okay. Yeah, because it's not... If you think about a city like like um, Montreal, mm -hmm. you know, Montreal, you're like, at least for me, maybe maybe it's just me. I don't know. But when I think of Montreal, I'm like, that's a place where, you know, a language meetup would feel like a part of the, the, the culture the of the fabric. city. Like that, the fabric of the city. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or like, even when I was in um, Toronto, even Toronto, like they had, they had, um, What's it called? Windolingo. Windolingo. That's the one, right? Windolingo. Super popular. Yeah. Right? Super, like, 100 people, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Or, like, New York. You're like, yeah, that, that would be something you'd find in New uh, York. But uh, Calgary, and, and it's not it's not the bottom of the list. No. I don't think it's near the top of the list either. No, no, for right? sure not. For sure not. But it's still been big enough that, like, even when we did German, we were getting, like, I don't know, half a dozen, yeah. 10 people or so. And that yeah, was no, just in the first initial there, weeks, sure. right? Yeah, the and there's definitely there, an interest sure. there. Um, yeah, there's definitely interest Harvesting there. Harvesting that interest. And then doing the other, like you did, like the, uh, what is it called? Language and beers nights, mm -hmm. picnics, mm -hmm. hike. Like, I think all these extra things on top. Because, yeah, like, you do, like, the whole speaking part, but then there's uh -huh. just the socializing uh -huh. part after. So, building community, I think. Like, so, do you guys want to talk about, like, the international polyglot community for a little bit? Because I know sure. like, you're, you're a big part of that. Because you're, you're, you're big on social media, right? Yeah. And I've seen you've done some of those... Uh, uh, on YouTube, you know, talking about the um, now I'm totally blank on the name, but the, the like the YouTube series with like the different languages and then uh, easy, easy language, easy, easy languages, languages. Yeah, yeah, easy languages. You do that, right? I used to. I don't anymore. Oh, it's been a while since okay, I had. Okay, okay. It was just. Two... But you've done a couple episodes. Yeah, more than a couple, like 20, oh, 20 wow, 15, wow. 20, 20. I, I don't really, I don't really, hmm, what's I don't know really the exact number. At least, at least ten, but I think it was more like twenty. Okay. Yeah. yeah I think it was more like twenty. Right. So how come you stopped doing that? It was a lot of time. Oh, okay. oh really? Yeah. Well, and which language are you doing it for? English. In okay, right. And it didn't need to be a lot of time. It didn't need to be a lot of time. I could have just made one a month or something. I just, I wanted, if that was something I was going to do, I wanted to make, you know, multiple episodes a month. I wanted to ideally be weekly, to be honest. Right. But to edit it, shoot it, plan it, edit, you know, send it for um, approval and everything. You know, moderate the read all the comments, reply. You know, it's a lot of work. And plus, you know, I did a lot of the super easy English, so basically they're more. They're, they're not. They're not like. In, <laughs> yeah, they're a little bit less production time. Okay. okay. But the street interviews are where the, they have the primary amount of their content is street interviews, and I didn't. I didn't do any because like you need someone to hold the camera. Right. You need to edit those. There's more editing time, and like even now it's like. What is it? Nine thirty p.m. as we're recording this. Like, yeah. I have a busy nine forty. Nine forty. Yeah. Like, I have a busy. <laughs> like, it's a super busy schedule. Schedule. So it's tough sure. to carve that out when, oh, like, yeah. super tough to carve that out. And like, I, I still think about how I, I want to make video. Like, I still really think I'm like, damn, I gotta figure that out. Like, yeah, I want. Uh -huh. I, there's such a great group of people. Easy languages. I remember, I went to Germany. They had a conference <clears throat> for all their. Um, Contributors, yeah, or? contributed co-producers. Oh, okay, and it was such a good, such a nice group of people. I can imagine. Super friendly, super warm, super nice, super like. Would be like a general polyglot type gathering. Would you say? No, actually, not. I mean, not like that. Not really. No, it was very different then because I went to. I've been to like Langfest. Well, we gotta talk. I gotta talk about how I met you after. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need your side of the story. But, okay, but I'm talk about. Yeah, but like um, Langfest went to three times, and it's a very different feel. These guys are very hard workers. All of them are super. Like this is the one of the few conferences. I've been to a lot of conferences. Yeah. Um, especially because my old work. 
uh, we go, there are a lot of we go to con- we have conferences and things like that line meetings and all that right and uh, like this is the like I couldn't believe how hard working and diligent this group was like you would I'd wake up at you know eight in the morning or nine in the morning to eat breakfast and like eight of them would be there like working on their laptops oh, editing right. a video they are I was like what do you guys oh or like during the a, conference yeah before it started before like the day <laughs> wow. started Wait, or like that, like, like a classic YouTuber though I guess so. Really hard. Like you just get really. I don't know YouTubers. I don't know. Oh, I don't really know oh, that many. That's what so, I thought. Yeah. like lunch break, like not everybody would be. It would be common. People are working on their stuff. Nighttime, they're working on their stuff. Like they're working, and they're super diligent. They're super. I was like, wow. And they're super friendly people. Super kind and everything too. Right, and then I guess. <clears throat> I guess, yeah, it wouldn't be in a polyglot in a sense because if you had a guy doing, like, easy German, like, that would be his whole focus then. So, yeah, and some of them do easy. speak multiple languages. Some of them right. are polyglots. But that's not, it didn't have the same, for, in my eyes anyway, it didn't have the same the same feel. Okay. So was there talks at that conference? Or? It was a training conference on, like, oh, okay. video production. Make, how do you interview? How do you set gotcha. your camera up? We did workshops on it. How do you set up the mic? You know, how do you get people to talk at an interview? How do you, what kind of questions do you ask? YouTube algorithms and, like... Gotcha. Okay. You know, how do you make money on the content? How do you build this out as a business? How do you think of it as it's kind of like a franchise? It's not a franchise, but my view of it was like it's kind of like a franchise where uh-huh. each project is its own little franchise, uh-huh. right? And they pay their franchise. There's no franchise fees per se. It's not like uh-huh. that, but similar. Like, but they give you the materials, give you the training, then you've got to execute it. And use use what they've taught you. Yeah. Okay. And it helped quite a bit. Then, or yeah, like, it was uh, it was good. I mean, my situations. Like it was very very useful, and I think I think it is different parts that are useful for different people. Right. Like some people really, like I remember the guy. What's his name? Uh, I think it was the Easy Greek guy. I think it was. He was he really was thinking about um, trying to put more effort into it, and maybe make yeah. it into a full time thing, right? So he would take different things out of versus like. Um, oh, it's gonna kill me that I can't remember his name. Who was the Easy Spanish guy? Oh, that guy. Oh, there's. Whoa. What's his name? What's the I guy? The main. The guy with the wacky hair. Right? Yeah, what's his name? It's gonna we'll look kill it up, me. Show notes. Why the heck? Guy, the, the guy no, not like, Baruch. No. Really Juan? Juan. 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 Yeah. Right? So yeah. Juan like had teams, right? That they would go and record and edit and stuff. He wasn't one always on camera. He's gonna take very. He's one of the first. Yeah. One of their you know veteran co-producers. Like he's gonna take something completely different out of it than, than me. So I think everyone there's something for everyone yeah. there, which is really is really great time. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Awesome. Nice. So, how's your YouTube channel going now? Is that are you putting a lot of energy on that or no? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I so, watched some of your vlogs the other day. Yeah, like I, I still make regular content, but I, I there's a lot of best practices that I uh-huh. just don't follow because oh, I don't. Okay. I, mean, I don't. I have time to think about it. Yeah. I don't. Have, it's not. I do care, but there's only so much time in a day. Oh, yeah, so I can't. True. Like, not that I can. I, I choose to prioritize other things right so like i do make videos but i know there's like i literally just took eight minutes to make a thumbnail and not just my here's my thumbnail already this is the thumbnail ready (laughs) (laughs) that's not every video because it gives you like it's live it's live stream so it gives you like three two one smile like your thumbnail like all right sure oh it's right there and then because on the live streams that's how it works right yeah because we do our thumbnails in photoshop I yeah. don't know if you've seen the thumbnails or not. I have, yeah. 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 So, like, it just, yeah. So, I don't, I, there's a lot of, there's a lot I could be doing better on it. But I've got, it's interesting. Like, I'm trying to hack on content because right now I'm not able to make as much as I would like to be. Uh-huh. But now what I'm doing is there's a volunteer, someone reach out to me to volunteer or work. And I was like, I don't really have any jobs to hire for, but if you want to volunteer, we could probably figure something out. And we talked about it. So, basically, we're going to have a call every week where she interviews me. We're gonna record it. That'll become a podcast. Nice. She's oh, gonna. Go. She's there while she's at, while she's interviewing me. She's gonna be taking notes on things I say, that are like interesting. Yeah. And she's gonna turn that into a quote graphic and then email it to me. Uh-huh. So it takes nice. half an hour, you know, twenty minutes of my time a week, but that gets a podcast, which will then go to YouTube, yeah. which will then get seven interesting quotes, that's seven more pieces of content, all from twenty minutes of my time. Okay. And it's volunteered. So where does the quote go? Instagram, Facebook. She's oh, gonna make okay. a graphic for oh, Instagram okay. story. Cool. That's yeah. sick. We should get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just stole an idea. An idea. And she's like, and it's like she's it. like, yeah, I mean, I, I can't, and I, you know, it's a volunteer for now, but it's a trial basis. Who knows she'll like it? Who knows I'll like yeah. it? Maybe I'll be like, oh, that's a terrible idea. Okay. Sounds like a good idea, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. And, um, yeah, because I was like, I need to figure this out. Like, it's not, 
I don't have time. I don't have the time to do it as I used yeah. to. But that 20 minutes to get like whatever, however many quote cards, a podcast, all in 20 minutes, that's amazing. Yeah. That's totally. amazing. Right. Productivity. That right? Efficiency and effectiveness <laughs> like combined. Right? Yeah. And I think where, where I save time is production value. Cause I don't, I, that's where I save time. I don't put a lot of production value yeah. on things. Cause I don't want to, that's, so that means I can get more content. Right. And the quality is the same in terms of like the information being shared, but the wrapping, the packaging is not the same. Okay. But, Nice. So, okay. So in terms of you have your YouTube channel and even before like I thought of this podcast idea for us, like which big polyglot guys on the internet, do you follow any of like the big I ones? I follow or? a lot of them. I just don't consume a lot. Okay. Consume a lot, do they, do did you, have you gotten like any like, certain ideas from certain ones? That I don't watch inspire? enough to, all okay. my consumption is like non-language related. Okay. Fair like enough. in terms of like outside my, my oh. free time, it's only, I'll just watch Netflix or like. Okay. Oh, okay, watch, like, you're not gonna go like do extra, watch extra. No, a lot of my that. development for like no, not not as a hobby. No, like a lot gotcha. of people like it as a hobby, uh-huh. like they enjoy it as yeah. a hobby. Yeah, I'd yeah. much rather watch like my Snowpiercer on Netflix. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah. I think like, cultural I think content. I think it's different way. when it's your job, right? Because when you're when it's your job, <laughs> then when you have a bunch of free time, it's like okay, like I need a break from what I do for work, right? It's, it's not even that because I don't really need that much of I don't need too many breaks because I like it a lot I don't okay. I need very few breaks I don't need a lot <clears throat> yeah it's more that I don't know why yeah well, it's just perfect yeah I don't I don't even know free time yeah I don't know I haven't thought about why I don't watch I'm sure I could learn a lot yeah. I'm sure I yeah. would okay. like every time I do I learned something. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> like I read sure. uh, "Fluent Forever" by Gabriel Weiner. Yeah, uh-huh. good book. And I learned yeah. something. I was like, I learned stuff. Like, oh, that's really cool. So I'm sure I learned. I'm sure I learned. Something. I'm sure I learned a lot. I just, just doesn't interest me. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you don't know any of these big polyglots? Oh, I know. I, I, I I'm subscribed and followed. Right, the but you don't know them personally, right? Like not super, out. not well. Like you haven't met him at But you're just not keeping I've up to date them, with everything. Yeah, so you have met him, right? Because you've, you've gone like to Steve all these been on my, on my Steve Kaufman's been on my, on my YouTube channel. Oh, really? I can has been on my YouTube channel. Okay, so um, you are in with a game. Like Lindy, Lindy, I don't know if I pronounce her last name, Lindy Botas or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Ah, like you talked to her? Twice, I think, oh, once yeah. or twice on my She's channel. Awesome, um, Wait, who is this? Lindy Botas? Is that her? I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but... She's yeah. South African, I know that. We've watched some of her videos at your place, so she's really like Korean. Yeah. Which means Cody. So Lindy and, and like. Oh, I can't know who that is. I don't think yeah. Lena, what's her last name? Vasquez. Yeah, Lena Vasquez. She's on my YouTube channel. She's big. She's huge. Yeah. I can was on my. I think I, I need to look back to when I can was on my channel. Yeah. Do you know what I can is? No. I don't think I know that I one. Kenna's a. Uh, him or her. Oh, yeah, I've seen him. All right, so how do you do that? How do you get those people on your podcast? I just message them. You just message them? <laughs> that's it? Like, just like we messaged hey. Jasmine. Right? Yeah, that, maybe that's you what You just texted me. I was like, all right. Hola, Lina, ¿qué pasa? Yeah, okay. I, just, I just asked him. I think I just asked him, and then yeah, Steve Kaufman. And I think yeah, Steve Kaufman asked me his person. His he had a guy. Really? He's emailing. I think he's emailing a lot of people. He had a guy that was emailing a lot of people to get Steve on people's podcasts for exposure, oh. and he's happened to email me. Hey, maybe we should reach. I know he speaks Swedish, so Let's maybe get him we should on. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he seems. Yeah. I don't speak for him because I don't know him super well or anything, but he seems very open to that. To what? So yeah. No, like, I've I watched yeah. him. I watched him on. There's a podcast called uh, like Speaking Swedish and French. Or oh yeah, that's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Steve was on it like a couple weeks ago. Not even. So yeah, yeah, man. Cool. All right. So at Langfest, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Do we want to talk about Langfest or how I met you first? Because all I remember is like... Well, I met you at Langfest. I met so you at Langfest. Langfest and then transition and thought Sounds good. Like, all right. So Langfest, I would call it like one of the big three language gatherings that happen. Like there's a Polyglot mm-hmm. Conference, Polyglot Gathering, and Langfest. Other one, like I don't know, the one you mentioned in Toronto. Mundo? No, Mundo Lingo. No, Mundo Lingo is not like a media. It's not a conference. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Think of like so, languages and beers, but that's what they do. Gotcha. And a little bigger. All right. Okay. Actually, so much Langfest. Bigger, much bigger. Much bigger. Yeah, I'm not a little bigger. Much bigger because they're in multiple cities. So already right. it's much bigger. Okay. So that was my first time at Langfest. So we're talking August, end of August last year, 2019. And mm-hmm. I had an absolute blast because I had been to the Polyglot Gathering in Bratislava in 2017. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of expecting the same thing, but mm-hmm. like with a Canadian flavor. And like it all happened again. Right. Like you got to shake hands. Yeah. Some of these bigger personalities like Steve Kaufman or uh, the Huggins guy, Jonathan. The guy that is that? 
He does the monthly challenge, so you sign up each month. Is that like add a... Uh, I need to add, add one, one challenge. challenge. Was that, okay. So it was like yeah. on day one, introduce yourself. <laughs> day two, talk about your favorite movie. Day three, talk about your favorite food, etc., yeah. etc. And it builds up throughout the month. It's actually really challenging. Like if you're doing like, say we did that for Korean, it builds up. So you're meeting some of these bigger personalities, but then also just meeting just the other participants in the mm-hmm. event, like super fun. So for me, I, like I went, it was just as much going to take notes and soak up information and tips and everything uh, from the speakers, but then also the social part mm-hmm. as well. So I know we had the dinner that one night, and then I think someone mentioned karaoke, <laughs> Korean karaoke, and then I remember just being in a cab. I think that's when I first met that's you. I, met. I think we were, I think, was that when I first met you? I think. I'm like was Maybe I time? saw you in passing previously. When was that dinner we sat? It was a Saturday time? night. Was it, when was it like a dinner where we sat next to each other? Possibly. It was like nachos that kept coming. (laughs) Okay, yeah. It's a party time, right? It's a party time. Yeah, yeah. so I just remember going. I'm trying to think if the dinner happened first or if the taxi and the karaoke happened first. The dinner definitely happened first because everyone kind of migrated. No, no, no. Oh, not that dinner. That was indoor. There's an outdoor. We were like sitting on this long bench outdoors. Okay. Outside. Yeah. And I think it's not really important. Yeah, I know. Okay, but I'll no, I just remember meeting you <laughs> yes. initially there, and then I was like, oh, hey, man, what's up? And yeah. I think I remember, like, Calgary. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I think eventually in November, when I was looking up, I finally had some free time from mm-hmm. school. I was like, oh, that's Azra. That's the guy I met in Montreal. He's yeah. running all these shows. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of knew you in passing yeah. there. So what's your impression of, like, Langfest then? Because for me, no, it, had- like... It's you go to the speakers like you guys. I got Cody and Marcus to do the polyglot gathering online, cool. so it's, that's that. But mm-hmm. Langfest, like the talks, the people, and so that's like, right. how have you seen it? Have you seen? I think are these events growing in your opinion? Because like the Langfest polyglot events or Langfest? Um, I've never. I've only been to Langfest. Okay. Let's start there. <clears throat> yeah, but even those three that you've been Langfest to, Langfest were. I, th- I feel like it was a pretty flat like okay. attendance i could be wrong though because i i don't know just how it yeah. feels i could be wrong i don't know right right um but it was really good i really enjoyed it i really yeah. enjoyed it that's um, always in montreal right uh, almost always well it was supposed to be in mexico yeah, yes they, they yes. were combining it this year with the polyglot but previously conference. it's oh. it's basically almost in montreal right yeah. always yeah yeah yes. so yeah it was kind of like it was cool because there was like a north american one oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah cool so have you ever t- thought about have you spoken any event like Langfest or yeah, I did two of, of them. Okay, yeah, two of them. I did two. Of really? Them. Yep. Nice. So how does one speak at one of these conferences? Because I know Mr. Rayner over here really wants to. <laughs> <speak>. <laughs> 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 he wants to add a keynote presentation. To whoever email is supposed to email, and they're like, sure. I was like, okay, really? but that wasn't that simple. Like, you fill out your proposal and everything. Oh yeah. yeah. What you want to talk about? And like, oh, so it's like an actual like scientific <laughs> conference. Like that's how that works as well. Like you yeah. gotta send in like your entire proposal and have it. It wasn't peer like it wasn't that. super formal in the sense of like a detailed thing that gets to go this detailed review yeah. where it's like, ooh, yeah. Like it's not. It's it's but it is process. Like you have to yeah. like apply and, and they won't take it. anyone. Like I don't think so. They'll no. probably look at your resume. Like, okay, this guy is legit. Well, they'll look at what you want to talk about. Yeah. Right. Like, right, what do you want to talk about? They'll probably look at you as well. Okay, this guy he has his own. I would assume community. so, but yeah. I I'd spoken to Tetsu, the organizer, quite a bit, so I knew him a little. I didn't know him super well, so the way Tetsu and I, so, the first Langfest, I wanted to go, but I I was like, I don't really want to like, pay the flight and like it's a lot of money. I, yeah. like, I don't really I don't know. And I was like, okay, I wonder if I can like make a deal where if I sell a certain number of tickets then like I get like a discounted rate and this is, I just found like I googled like the okay. conference I found Tetsu and I found him on Facebook or something yeah. or I forget where I found okay. him and I asked him hey if I, I forget what I asked him I think it's like if I sell 10 tickets can I get mine for free or I asked him something like that and he's like sure I didn't sell the number that I whatever I would try okay, to we but we still got it well, I paid for it. I paid oh. for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I paid. I, I so didn't, it was a failed attempt. It was a failed attempt. But um, <laughs> like try. through that, like I talked, like I talked to him. I did sell a few tickets. Okay. And so when I got to, he's like, "Oh, you're the guy. You're Azar. And you sold those tickets." And we like, <laughs> oh, talked to him. Yeah. And I like, got to know him a little bit. And so at that conference, we were talking about me talking at the speaking at the next conference. Uh, okay. And yeah. so he's like, "Oh yeah, if you want to talk about that, yeah, that's a really good idea." So we'd already talked about it, and I still filled the proposal and everything. But we'd already talked about. Yeah. So you had an end. I guess so, yeah. But I yeah. think it's I think it's like there's a lot of different speakers and they all have different topics. Like yeah. I don't right, right. Yeah. So yes. what'd you talk about? Remember? Um yes. So the first one was about I don't I, the first one I remember watching it and not being happy with it. Oh. I was like, ah, eh, that wasn't a great talk. Okay. 
wasn't very happy with it. Okay. The second one was a lot better, and I felt better about it. And it was about um, Gujarati. Okay. Oh, okay. So I did a workshop, a language workshop on Gujarati. Oh, workshop. Yeah. Okay. Those were interesting, the workshops. Yeah, we did Esperanto. The Esperanto one was super interesting. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about that. Esperanto, is that something that you've been interested in? I don't know very much about it, no. Oh, okay, really? That's yeah. interesting. Because that's like the polyglot, you know, like the main super interesting language that a lot of polyglot um, gravitate towards. Yeah. Right? I but know you've very never just... No. Yeah. I know very little about it. Yeah. Never really been super interested in learning it. Um, yeah. Okay, so you don't buy it. You don't buy the hype. Is there hype? Uh, there's a hype. <laughs> oh, what's the hype? There's tell me what's the hype. hype. I thought that I don't buy it. I didn't know there's something to buy. So tell me what is the hype well, that so I buy. Well, so the might... hype is that there's this huge. Um, oh, is it like everyone community. learn this language so we can all speak it? Is that hype? Yes. No, yeah. but they have like huge events where they go and like there was this well, one in Switzerland that we're talking about. Remember? Well, the one actually like, in 2020 this year is supposed to be in Montreal. The like Esperanto the one? Esperanto World Congress. Yeah, called. so there's these huge conferences and camps and whatever. Like and a bunch of people just get together and party and how, speak Esperanto. How many people speak Esperanto in the world? It's a good question. Probably a couple it's thousand, more than thousands, man. Yeah. More than you think. More than that. Yeah. Man. Way more than that. There's way more. Like thousands. 50,000? Yeah. That's I'm just, I have, have no idea. Literally guessing. Thousands. It. It's thousands for sure. But, yeah, Cody, you looked that up. But, yeah, and... So, Ian, you were telling me about there's this, like, couch surfing Esperanto community as well. So, like, so if this you is know what I've heard. Like, I've heard yeah. besides you leave all the idealistic side out of Esperanto, just, like, on a practical level. Like, you can go couch surfing with it. You can, like, if you're So, wait, is that couch surfing or is it their it's own like app? It's, like, an informal. I don't know if it's an app or anything. I've, I've tried to look at it a few times. So, it's an informal I've community. I've just heard that it's an informal so, like, community. like, if you speak Esperanto, then you're... You're invited to everyone so Okay, all right. Esperanto. Cool, so you guys ready? Let's get Drop some guesses. Fact. All right, I'm going to guess a million. Oh, that's high. That's that's high. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, I'll say 500,000. I'll say 250,000. One to two million people. No, yeah. It's big, man. Yeah. It's really big. And it's, yeah. I think where you got Huge. the couple thousand was, that's that's the, there's no, one I just to two thousand native bottom. speakers. Natives, you were yeah, there's, that's who you there's need to get on this thousand. podcast. You need to get like a native, and you need to hear they've got it. They guarantee yes. a interesting story. How does that's that happen? True. Yeah, how, how does that, that means that yeah. their parents spoke it and then they grew up with it? Not is that what that means? Yeah, yeah. that's totally what it means. So, right? yeah. yeah, I could yeah. totally see some of these um, big polyglot nerds teach their children or raise them <laughs> in Esperanto. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. I totally so, see that. So. Okay, and then do you have any future talk ideas that you'd give? Like Nothing that's like really burning pressing. on my mind. Yeah. Probably more on Gujarati would be interesting. It's not there's not okay. a lot on it. It'd be cool to talk more about it and share more about it. Probably something there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nothing like super top of mind right now. I'm like, oh, I've got to talk about this. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Too bad. Um. Yeah. All the conferences in the near future have been yeah. postponed. So. It is what it is. What can it, it is what it is. So. Totally. Yeah, oh. so I've got a question for you. And I, I don't know why I'm going to ask you this question because I hate getting this question myself. But it's a good one, kind of. Ask so, cliche. what is your favorite language that you speak? I like how you crossed your leg and everything yeah. after that. <laughs> so, yeah, what's, the, what's your favorite language that you speak? Um, I like Spanish a lot. I do like Spanish quite a bit. I like Como how nosotros. <laughs> I like how it rolls off the tongue. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it does. It rolls off the tongue. I like the people. Like generally, like Latino people are very friendly, very open. Mm -hmm. Um, Like usually, I would say whatever language I'm most actively working on in the moment is probably the favorite. That's probably the easiest way to to put it. Okay. So like I used to be so into French. I was super. I was working on it and everything. Uh And then like right now, I'm mostly in. um, Bird or something. (laughs) Enjoying the sounds of nature. Um. So right now I'm mostly working on like Mandarin as probably the primary focus with the secondary like Gujarati, like kind of those two. Yeah. Although starting next week, uh, next week, yes, next week I'm gonna have six hours of class a week for different languages and for the rest of the summer. That you're giving or taking? That I'm taking personally. Wow. Really? Starting next awesome. week. Start with wow. what languages? Spanish, French, really? Mandarin, really? Gujarati. Six hours. So oh, Azrin. Yeah. You're a little hesitant towards um, learning a new one. 
a new language, right? Yeah, right now, yes. As of like, I will learn more, but not okay. now. So, which ones would you uh, potentially be interested? I have a list. So, English, French, Spanish, Mandarin. Those uh -huh, are uh -huh. there right now. Gujarati, yeah. Hindi, <clears throat> Russian, Arabic. Those are already on my list. I'd like. I might add like a East African language or like something like Swahili or something. But okay. so or far, Amharic. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Like, but those are the eight on my list right now. Okay. Those have been on list. In that order. Years. Uh, that I don't know. Okay. That I'm not sure. Order, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Usually I end up picking a language, like when I switch to a new language, it happens okay. because of convenience. Right. So for example, right. I chose Spanish because my high school offered it. Right. Mm -hmm. I remember when I did Mandarin, I was on the fence between Mandarin and Arabic. I actually, there's a Facebook post where I'd like ask for opinions. I'm like, should I do like Arabic? Which, or like, like a poll? And not even like on my like Facebook page, but like my personal, my personal profile. I don't know, what should I do? And I only picked Mandarin because the Arabic class that was being offered was at eight in the morning. And I wouldn't have made it to college. <laughs> right. I was like, I guess I'm not learning Arabic now. I guess <laughs> it's Chinese. Really it's funny how it's just a simple decision can change your life. Eh? And now it's like, now it's a thousand. I was like, oh, I guess I'll, I'll start Mandarin then. I mean, Arabic class eight in the morning. I'm not going to that. Okay. <laughs> That's a little bit too early. You're not going to make it. Okay. So. Okay. So you 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 don't teach yourself. You take classes mostly, or you do a combination. Yeah, of I was going to ask, what's your process? I do. That's I what do, I'm very yeah, exactly. interested in for every. I do a combination. Learner. I do take a lot of classes, um, but I do some self study. Um, probably not in self study in the way that some people picture it. So like self study. Excuse me. For example, um, like I don't buy like any like teach yourself books. So I don't. I'll never. I rarely go through textbooks like on my own. So like self study, I would do would be like um, like if I'm watching videos, like I might look up words, for example, right? Mm -hmm. But no, I do take a lot of classes. Okay. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah, that's you, like your preferred method. I like it. Yeah, okay. I like it. And how do you do that? Like online or <clears throat> yeah, yeah, online in person, both, both. Are these iTalki classes? Sometimes. Yeah. Yep. So like as of next week, I'm going to have, I haven't picked all my teachers yet for mm -hmm. my, my languages. I, I know some people I might pick. I might ask if they want to do it. Uh -huh. Or I might use iTalki. I haven't fully decided that, but yeah. Like university classes as well? or Like starting next week, no, there's going to be private, at least private classes. Okay. Yeah. Starting yeah. next week, but I do take university classes. As well, usually. I'm a student. Well, I'm a part-time student right now for Mandarin. So oh, okay. in the University of Calgary. Oh, there you go. And that's yeah. not towards a degree, right? It is actually. It is really. The, I mean, it is, but it'll take me forever to get there because I take one class per semester, so it'll take like nine years <laughs> or whatever Slow to get there. Slow and steady. <laughs> so we get uh, a, a bachelor. It's uh, yeah, it's a it bachelor a of uh, East Asian language studies oh. with a concentration in Mandarin. Oh. So I'll need to take a couple of Japanese. So you only classes pay too. per credit then? You pay per class, right? Per yeah, course. per class. Yeah. yeah. So I've taken uh, like seven classes or something like that. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Why not? Like, casually get a, another bachelor's, you know? Yeah. Well, I wasn't studying. I wasn't do. I wasn't properly working towards it. I was like, the only way this is actually going to happen is if I go sign up for a class where they're going to kick me out of school if I don't pass the class. Right. Like, I can't gotcha. keep learning unless I pass. Right. So um, now I have to pass, and that's what I do. That's pass. the incentive. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I do enough to at least minimally pass or get, like, a Yeah, B but then eventually you have a degree, another degree. Yeah, and eventually, right? yeah. eventually, eventually, I'll have a degree, yeah. I'll yeah, have a eventually. Degree. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I like that idea. That's yeah. interesting. Imagine so, doing that. So when you're in Mandarin class and like, that's what I'm wondering. So like yeah. traditional classes in a university and like you're a polyglot. So you, it's like what I feel like after a while, it's like, okay, I've been through, I know the language learning process whereas mm -hmm. other students in the class that might not like Mandarin might be the first second so, language. Yeah, so you feel like, yeah, like an edge or a strategy. Slow, right? um, so here's the thing. So when I'm in those classes, there's a few things I do that are a little bit different. Yeah. Um, first of all, I pay it, I pay attention to the teacher and not what they're teaching, but just things they're unconsciously doing. Okay. So I'll be like, oh, interesting. She pronounced that like that. I wonder why she did that. Right. Or like, oh, she did, or he did whatever, or she did, like, could be pronunciation, could be like, they have a stall word they always use, you know, like, um, yeah. like yeah. dumb yes. filler words, right? Yeah. She might have like some filler word. I'm like, oh, that must be a filler word. I'm going to do that now too. Yeah, or like, sure. and I also use teachers as like my in to like the culture. Like I'll ask yeah. some questions like, hey, where should I go in Calgary to blah, 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 blah. Like where's really good Chinese food? Where can I gotcha. get a restaurant where they'll like be friendly with me in Mandarin? Networking. Or, like, yeah. okay. Networking or like, you know, um, I also, if it's really, if it feels slow, while the teacher is teaching, I'm reading the next chapter. Mm -hmm. So she's Working teaching ahead. and I'm listening. Right, but right. I'm also reading the next chapter, and I only stop reading when she hits something. 
that I was new or that was like, oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, what you say? Uh -huh. Oh, interesting. Right. Um, I'm not worried about the overall grade. So I, the, one of the big reasons I don't get best marks in my classes right now is I don't go to, I don't go to all the classes. <clears throat> and I also don't, like I, I was lucky to pass the first Mandarin classes I took because really? I did not write. You have to write on your tests. Like you have to like write on your tests. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, yeah, you and I was like, symbols. nah, I don't really want to write right now. That looks really hard. Yeah. So I did uh, no reading and no reading either. I didn't even read actually. Oh, no reading man. and no writing. So speaking and listening. And... Yeah. Only pinyin and mandarin. So pinyin's like the A B like an A B C yeah. system to like describe sounds. Gotcha. Yeah. But no characters and no writing. Huh. So like so I'm not overly worried about not super worried about the I grade. Like yeah. I like, I like that, that attitude though, that you're not because I mean, you know it, that I just want to come get, eventually. I want to get out of it what I want to get out of it. And exactly. I want to, and like, you know, listen, I, one of the reasons I'm taking like classes is because I know there's going to be a point where I have to learn to write because I won't yes. be able to, even now my writing's, it's not great. Yeah. Oh, mine's, um, not, mine's not any better. But yours is better than mine. Oh, <laughs> like printing? Yeah, it's pretty bad. I can't, about you, no, I can't, I'm really, yeah. I don't practice very much, but I know yeah. there's going to be a point where it's going to be like a, you know, um, like the class would be like Chinese 407, mm -hmm. you know, Chinese literature two. Gotcha. And it'll be like, you'll be in some, you'll have a pop quiz. Where you have to write like a four page essay yeah. by hand. Yeah. And it'll be like, oh no. And I'll fail that essay. Cause I won't be able to write by the essay. Then I'll be like, oh my God, I failed it. I need to learn how to write. Gotcha. Then yeah. I'll go, then I'll go figure then it out. Then the necessity will kick in. Just like that's how I learned to read. I learned to read cause I was in China and I couldn't read the menus. I literally couldn't eat for two. I couldn't eat what I wanted to eat for two days. I couldn't uh -huh. read the menus and I couldn't. Express as vegetarian and like, it's like I, I'll never forget when I had, there's a meal, there's a picture of it. It's a plain bowl of noodles, uh, an egg, and plain rice. Uh -huh. So I think I said like, "我要 me fan, good,鸡蛋,面条." And she's like, okay. And then I got, I was like, oh, that's what I asked for. Yeah, okay. <laughs> or like I'd read a menu, like, oh, I know what that is. Like, so that's why I initially started to learn to read. Okay. Yeah. So do you so. think that's a right, would you recommend that approach to others then maybe that like, cause we, we do make so much as language teachers, even as me, it's like, okay, I gotta like, I gotta do a little bit of listening, reading, writing, mm -hmm. speaking. It's like maybe with the whole first, first part be just focused on like a listening and speaking basis and then kind of move to a reading and writing could be could i'm be. just wondering i'm always curious of way should we other... turn a light on how's your lighting on your camera uh, i think we're is it okay i think we're good yeah I think we're okay good. Yeah, I'll keep going. yeah like the, um like the structure the, the way you... i don't have a strong opinion yeah i think it's super dependent on a lot of factors for sure if it's university class you're kind of stuck oh, true right? true yeah it's a private class very different true right now you can start to say okay so in a private class for example <clears throat> I would probably say, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough question. Yeah. Because a lot of language, um, someone comes in, let me think about this out loud. Someone comes in, blank slate, speaks no French, let's say. Sure. And they're like, I'm going to go take this, let's say private or small group class, not in university, like more it's flexible with the, how they teach and everything. Yeah. I would probably say something that puts a heavier focus on speaking and listening and not I'm not someone who's going to say, don't do grammar, don't do yeah, reading and writing. Yeah. I don't have a strong opinion on that. But mm -hmm. emphasis. I'd probably say emphasis on speaking and listening. Yeah. And then you're going to you're gonna start to find, as you start to learn, you're going to find yeah. your own preferences. You're going to okay. see, oh, I really like that, or I didn't like that, or oh, this is so frustrating. And, yeah. you know. I completely agree. So I've never taken a single class in Spanish, mm -hmm. ever, mm -hmm. in my entire life. So I do not. So I took German when I was in high school, mm -hmm. and I didn't really get that good because I hated sure. it. It was really boring, mm -hmm. um, and I just didn't like that setting. That's not the way right. I learn a Fair. language. I'm out and about. Like I, I, I want to go shoot the shit with los Mexicanos, <laughs> los Latinos. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that, that's the way I do it. And um, yeah, so I'm very much against the the classroom setting. It's just it just doesn't work for me because I feel like it's too slow. Like if you're mm -hmm. learning a language, it's not like. <clears throat> It's, you can't just go to like three classes a week and learn it. You know what I mean? You got, it yeah. has to be accelerated. Like you can't. I think you can. You can, but that's not the way I do it. Like Fair. if I learn, yep. if I'm learning a language, it's every day. I'm doing it every day. I'm watching videos. I'm I'm listening. I don't know. I'm talking to people, and it's every day. I have day. a question for the three of you. Sure. What are your thoughts on like 
you know when you see like the stereotypical ad learn a language in three months i don't know why it's always three months three months seems to be like the yeah the, the I time disregard frame. it hmm? like what are your thoughts like do you think that's real what thoughts go through your mind like how do you feel when you see that and there's very there's various people who say it for various languages. I agree with him. It's it's pretty. I think it's pretty clickbaity. That's dumb. But look, I think I'm a half-assed okay example of getting fluent in three months in a sense that like okay, I took the base first year of university hundred level Spanish classes. Mm-hmm. Not I didn't even know what fluency was. It was my first second language. Like I didn't even know what fluency felt like or nothing. Mm-hmm. And within three months in Nicaragua, granted, yeah, I'm not on buddy's course i'm not on the guy's course during those three months but within three months i became conversational but that was me too but i mean like when you see like a product that says okay a product that okay the product okay obviously if it's you're fluent in three months then the product has to be that you're being put in a family or in a community where you don't speak anything else than that language but then we have to define the question of fluency right Uh, let's not well but like three months, because sometimes like Benny Lewis, like the polyglot guy, he gets in trouble. Being like, oh, like Benny, I was, it took me four months, five months. Where it's like, I think his whole point was like, hey, I think the overall like hours, I don't know how many hours are in three months. Quite a few, right? Yeah. Like, if you discounted sleep and everything, uh-huh. like that many hours it would take you in three months. Well, it's like, three months so it's, just doing that. Yes. Yeah. Is that his program? I don't. I'm not super familiar with this program. Yeah. How his program is? I don't know. It's, not sure. it's called sure. fluent in three, three months. months. But then there's another one, like an equivalent. <laughs> other one I looked at, 90 day Korean. It's called. Like it's another. There's lots of them. There's one I see yeah, on YouTube. I, don't, I, don't I think it's clickbaity. When there's an actual product for it, it's clickbaity. Because in my opinion, the only way to do that is to buy a plane ticket and then go down <laughs> there and live there. You have to live. But the language. That's that's my yeah. definition of a polyglot now that I've just just decided, like based on all of my observations, a polyglot is someone that has their own approach to language, their own individual approach to language learning. Like Adam's got his based on his polyglot experience. You got yours. Cody's got his. So it's that's a weird thing when it comes to like advocating a certain like learning method. I feel like a Every polyglot, like there's 72 polyglots in a room, there's 72 different ways to learn. Yeah, yeah, like for sure. I just don't like it when there's a product saying like, "Hey, you'll be flowing in three." Yeah, months. exactly. That, like unless they can guarantee it, um, they can't. First oh, of all, how, how are they so I'll give you a great example. So here's a program that I I've never used. When I look at their program, I go, "Huh, I see what I I could see this maybe working, right? Uh, Baseline for Spanish." Okay. Okay. Um interesting program it's not even here's the thing when i first saw it i was like damn that's actually i think this is pretty good and when i read more into it there are certain things that are maybe not ideal and whatnot but here's the general premise yeah you pay the fee i forget the exact i think it's like a thousand us or there's i forget the price but you pay your fee you have uh i believe it's i think it's 80 hours of spanish okay and it's either done by four hours a day or two hours a day and you get unlimited private lessons with native with native speakers unlimited on top of that wow unlimited so whatever you want and there's like a whole think of like an italki with a bank of teachers you literally just open it you click you just book it and then you show up on the screen hey oh hey how's it going like it's (laughs) and some are instant some you can book like it's um and their premise is like here's you're going to be able to have you're not going to be able to you're not super fluent like you're a near native speaker that's not what they promise what they promise is that you're going to be functional in Spanish. You functional. can have a 10-minute, 15-minute conversation. Right. They don't focus on a lot of the conjugations. Yeah. They're not yeah. huge on it. They're like not huge on it. Yeah, they're, they're, their point is, can we get you to get your message across and understand most of what people said to you as long as it's not super complex? Gotcha. And I'm like, hmm, I haven't used the product. I don't know people who have, but yeah. initially when you look I, at it, you're like, I can see that. Like That's unlimited classes. Yeah. Like, like if to, someone took advantage of and I think, yeah, cause you know that. It's, it's maybe. Not, maybe. It's, That's, it's that's maybe. A in a certain pull. There's certain programs where you go like, no, like I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And there's this one where I go, maybe, maybe. maybe. <clears throat> if you have the time for it. Time and effort. Time and effort. The motivation, again, like that's another key. Like there's such yeah. a personal psychological They side. also offer that online or in Colombia. Gotcha. Oh. Okay. Yes. So if you were, did go to... Medellin did go to Colombia. No, no, but so the way I like to do it is just pure osmosis. So like for example, I'm going to Barcelona in the fall. Cool. So I'm just doing everything in Spanish. I'm doing science. I'm doing my regular work mm-hmm. in Spanish, mm-hmm. and that's the way that's I like to learn. Incredible. I don't yeah. like to 
I don't like that. I, think I don't like the like the rigor of having to go to classes and stuff like that. I love doing it just pure osmosis. Hey, some people like it. I know, I know, but that's me. That's, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's bad, man. That's just me. I know it. it yeah, it's I've such tried a doing the classes. I've tried doing the classes, and man, not for me. I will say this: I've taken a lot of classes that are boring or they don't like. It. There's been a lot. Yeah. There's been a lot. Yeah. There's maybe even 50-50 or fifty percent like, right. oh, I don't like this. Right. And fifty percent is you know good. Sure. Cool. All right, guys. All look, right, we're man. pushing an hour, and I have to go home and prepare because I'm actually Absolutely, teaching man. tomorrow. I'm yeah. teaching too, Mark, but it's not languages; it's no, thermodynamics. So. In Spanish? In Talis, Talis, Talis. In Barça. But Alzer, it was a pleasure having you on the pod. Likewise. Uh, yeah, super thank fun. you, sir. And thanks for inviting you us to your house thank and everything. Yeah. So. No, thanks for coming here. Made hey. it easier to schedule and everything. Yeah, so. for sure, for sure. And yeah. I had to do it late as well, so. So any final words, boys? Oh, man, thank you. I'm looking forward to, well, I guess the virtual ones, I've been lazy, but I'm looking forward to getting back to face-to-face meetup and everything, yeah. too. Yeah, eventually. So, so uh, I'll see you the picnics and the hikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, cool, cool. Yeah, let's go. Let's get going with that vaccine. Hey. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, please. So, phase three, man. Phase three. The vacuna? Four, four, four vaccines in phase three right now. Anyway. All right, guys. All right. Hasta luego. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.